0: Another vaccine boosts the market, COVID-19 cases continue to rise, and does DocuSign a buy? This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. The market is higher today, Dow Jones up 372 points, NASDAQ up 56 points, S&P 500 up 30 points, the Russell 2K up 38 points, and the VIX is also now turning green. That is not promising. But at the end of the day, we have gotten another vaccine, and the growth-to-value trade is back in. Well, at least it looks like it today moderna um announcing a vaccine that is 94% effective it has an efficacy of rate of 95% and a gr- and that is creating a growth t- to value acceleration trade that is right the trade from growth to value is being accelerated and we are seeing that today with the nasdaq significantly trailing the dow jones the dow jones hitting an all-time high today it hide out today so far we're not through the day yet we could still move higher but it hit a high earlier today at 29,942, and it looks like it could continue to move Now, this is just remarkable, and really what it is, is it's this vaccine. Um, The market is completely ignoring the rise in COVID cases, which I cannot say I like. I am seeing a lot of COVID cases. I'm seeing huge rises in COVID cases, and we're going to go over that here in a minute, but we have to talk about what this vaccine is doing to the market. Now, in previous episodes, I have said, and I'll say it again, that every time we get positive vaccine news, it is going to go through the roof and the likelihood is that news of any vaccine that we have not heard about since the process from these huge companies like J and J started is likely going to be positive when it comes out. And if it is positive, the market is going to continue and be accelerated through this value for through this value trade that is happening here. And growth is going to either hold flat or sell off. Now, I am bullish on a lot of tech still. I'm still bullish on a lot of growth. And I have mentioned that I think you still want a majority growth in your portfolio over value. But some of these value names are pretty good. For instance, Boeing. Boeing is actually doing quite well. It broke 200 today, coming off of a huge bottom. I cannot give you the exact number, but it was quite a bottom. I remember when it was trading, you know, darn near 60 points below, um, 200 and you know at the end of the day it it deserves it um you take a look at boeing and i just want to touch on it real quick it wasn't really in the schedule but you take a look at boeing here it's up 13 points today 200 um 200 and 200 bucks share pretty much and you take a look at it and yes it bottomed out it seems uh looks just around in the past few months not an all-time low but um just you know, a few weeks ago, the stock was trading at 144 per share, and now it's 200. And that's warranted, um, given the fact that we now have an end time, we can see the end of the tunnel, we can see the light. um, And at the end of the day, it's it's just how this market is working. This market is extremely bullish. It seems every time we think um, that the market's going to turn around and go bearish, we get a huge rally like this based off of a catalyst. And this is excellent. I am interested to see whether the Dow crosses 30,000, but we will see. Now, digging in to the COVID-19 numbers, and these numbers continue to rise. And that is what scares me. And that is why I want you to be somewhat Heavier on growth than you are value, but overall have a barbell portfolio, which I have mentioned. Now, COVID cases are continuing to rise. The US just surpassed 11 million cases and we're adding roughly 150,000 cases per day. I have seen here and there that we're up to 190,000 cases per day but I cannot confirm that. According to CNBC we're adding over 150,000 cases per day. We just crossed 11 million cases and cases are continuing to rise. We're seeing a huge spike in the United States and it seems to be a third fourth wave going on here. Now this is why this is exactly why because now that cases are going up we're starting to see lockdowns. Now, we're not seeing across-the-board lockdowns, lockdowns where you have to stay inside, you can't do anything, but what we're seeing is majority lockdown, but there's some more freedoms to it, to these lockdowns. For instance, Michigan. I live in Michigan. They are locking stuff down in Michigan. Um, High schools and colleges are all virtual now bars, restaurants, and a whole bunch of other things um, are locking down, and they're recommending no gatherings, they're recommending that you don't meet for the holidays, and well, we're seeing these lockdowns, and that is why I want you to be somewhat heavy on these growth plays, because I do believe that if COVID-19 cases continue to rise, and we start to see more lockdowns state by state, which I believe we will see, because I do not see cases decreasing anytime soon. Um, I think I think these tech names and these stay-at-home names um, that they are dubbed, some, most of them are not even direct stay-at-home names, should continue the move a little higher um, and possibly hit the top end of the range they have been trading in for the past several months. Now, a perfect example of that is a holding of mine, and I have been pushing it and pushing it. It got an upgrade today from Evercore ISI to Outperform. I'm talking about Take-Two. Now, Take-Two Interactive is a great name. Literally, their fundamentals are just solid. They're going into a pipeline of games over the next few years that is it's just nuts. Tons of games coming out. Um, and I really do believe that gaming and video games are here to stay. But the issue is, is it's down today. It's down on an upgrade. Um, it's down roughly a percent. And why? It's because people think it's a stay-at-home name when it's not. Um, you know, It benefits, yes, from the stay-at-home. But it's not a stay-at-home name directly. They're going to do quite well after the pandemic, and they're doing quite well before the pandemic. Um, so I'm not really worried as much um, about Take-Two. It's becoming a little long-term of a play than what I wanted it to. I thought it would definitely rebound quicker So this 177, but no one could have foreseen um, this great vaccine news that we are now getting out of all of these companies. A lot of experts, including... Um, you know, names such as Dr. Fauci at one point said, you know, 50, 60 percent, if I recall properly, is good for a vaccine. And now we're getting, you know, 90, 94 um, percent. So there was no predicting this. But, you know, take twos down a dollar twenty-five today. If it falls below 160, maybe nibble at it. Um, I say nibble because it could fall back a little, and if it does fall back a little more, I'll be adding. Um, if, if it were to fall back, I'd probably look to add to my position, which is an options position long-term, um, so I'm way out. I have calls out that expire like late next year, but in any manner, um, I really like Take-Two, and I think it's unjustly down today. I think the only reason it's down is because of this headline news, and if this upgrade, you know, If it were to become a little later and not on the day of a vaccine, the stock would likely be up, but it's down. So, you know, you you can't help it. That's just how the market works. And that's how it's been working. Now, moving away from take two, and that is one of my holdings. uh, So I am somewhat biased on it, but I'm going off the facts. I would not invest in something unless I believed in it. And therefore, I, you know, I believe in it and. I've held it for the past few weeks. I haven't been super impressed with it. It's made me some, but not much. But I believe it will eventually go back up to those highs because their earnings in Q4 were in the last quarter um, were stellar. And, you, you know, you just can't beat it. So moving away from that, I'd like to talk about DocuSign. Um, the team and I recently dropped a DocuSign breakdown. And I just want to go over it real quick. It's one of those stay-at-home names. This is definitely a um, dubbed stay-at-home name, it's one that has definitely benefited from the shift um, to the digital worker. But at the end of the day, and I want to make this clear, DocuSign isn't going anywhere, pandemic or not. Um, will the stock go anywhere? Sure. You know, could the stock pull back some in the short term, short midterm um, while we come out of COVID? Yes, it definitely could. But long-term, if you're on, say, a two to five-year um, investment basis, I still like this name Um, and honestly, it's close down to a support that has held since it looks like late June. Um, it's darn near close to there. It looks like just around 200, 195 looks to be a support um, that has bounced off several months. And, you know, you could probably buy it here short term and eventually it would probably run back up to that high. But at the end of the day. Wait for confirmation for a bounce off that support, but you know I want to dig into it because it is an investment that I believe is here this day. I believe DocuSign and their offerings are great. Um, really, what they do is they automate the agreement processes between businesses, and you know, such as digital signatures. And you know, pre-COVID, we we didn't need these digital signatures. We were all in the office signing with pens, paper, whatever. But now. Do the COVID nineteen, um, and even before COVID, this trend was starting to starting to be made because it's so much easier to sign documents digitally. It's so much easier to make digital agreements. It's so much easier to, con- to conduct this business between business, business to um, business agreements digitally. Um, not nearly as much like actual paper being used. Not n- nearly as long. It can literally cut the time down um, to next to nothing. And that's really where DocuSign is thriving and management firmly believes based on their earnings report that they're going to continue to do well whether there's covid or not and i have to agree so digging in the numbers it's currently trading around a 38 billion dollar market cap um actually the breakdown was released saturday and it is trading only 34 cents below what we broke down um so solid but so this is quite accurate um based on the pe ratios and stuff so In any manner, I'm going to dig into the most recent earnings. Um, That was Q2 2021 and the EPS they beat um, with a $0.17 EPS and that is versus the $0.08 EPS. Now, that EPS is up 1600% year over year since uh, of Q2 2020, it would be. And that's excellent. And you you dig into the revenues and total revenues, uh, $342.2 million in total revenues for Q2 2021. That's up 45%. Breaking down those revenues, subscription revenue up three hundred and twenty-three point six million. That's up forty-seven percent. Professional services and other revenue up eight uh, up twenty-five percent. That is up to eighteen point six million. So revenue is excellent. Billings of four hundred and five point seven million, up sixty-one percent year over year. Um, GAAP gross margin up to 74% and free cash flow um, came in at $99.8 million, which is up from the $11.9 million in the previous year, same time. So excellent numbers coming out for Q2 2021 for DocuSign. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And that's why I really like it. But then they continue to improve throughout the earnings report. Um, Q3 2021 expectations. they expect total revenues between 358 million to 362 million, subscription revenues of 343 million to 347 million, total billings of 380 million to 390 million. Non-GAAP gross margin of 78% to 80%, so solid numbers there. Um, taking a look at the year-end outlook, um, they expect total revenues of $1.384 billion to $1.388 billion, subscription revenues of $1.315 billion to $1.319 billion, billings of $1.623 billion to $1.643 billion, and non-GAAP gross margin of 78 to 80%. So I like it. Um, I went through those numbers really fast. You're probably like, holy crap, I just listened to a ton of numbers. In essence, they're seeing an extreme amount of growth. There's, I mean, just across the revenue board, they're seeing over 45% growth in the revenues. They're seeing um, billings up over 60%. And, you know, you really dig into these numbers and they are just great numbers. They are the definition of a growth name. They're seeing growth across the board. And, that, you know, that's all part of this digital transition that the United States is seeing, the world is seeing, and I believe that this digital transition is here to stay. Um, I think you're going to see a lot less people going into the office for work if their work can be done out of the office. Um, I firmly believe that. I believe that the digital transition that everyone talked about for years was accelerated and kickstarted by COVID-19, and I think we're in an entirely different time once we get out of COVID-19, and right now, I believe we are. So at the end of the day, digging into the valuation of um, DocuSign stock, it is trading at a price-to-sales ratio around 31.44 and a price-to-book around 72.89 times. So that is a bit high for me. And therefore, in the short term, I think, um, you know, maybe it's a little stretched in the short term, but it has been pulling back off its high of 268 per share. So what I think you can do here is maybe if it pulls back to 200, start the nibble and if it pulls back to 195 start the nibble and if it pulls back to 190 i think you could probably buy um i don't believe that this name goes much lower because at the end of the day um and i've used that a lot in conclusion i'll put it that way DocuSign's not going anywhere. It's here to stay, and I really, really like DocuSign. Now, digging into what the big money and the analysts think, that is something to take into consideration. So, we're going to dig into that real quick and the balance sheet. Um, We'll first take a look at the balance sheet. DocuSign's balance sheet is solid, and when I went through it, I had no idea that DocuSign, um, their balance sheet and their financial standing was actually this solid. Um, Total debt, $479 million. Not a huge fan of that, but Compared to their assets of $2.053 billion and their cash short-term investments of $674 million, I'm not as worried about it. And not only that, but their total liabilities is $1.551 billion. Um, so, you know, their assets in cash far outweigh their liabilities and debt, and I really like that. Now, their institutional ownership is at 73.42%, um, which I like. It's not, you know, I always say, I like institutional ownership. I really love it. Like, if I see a stock with over 85 to 90% um, institutional ownership, I really like the stock. You know, this is at 7342 That's still a ton. So, I am still bullish on the name, um, but I do wish it was a little higher. Top holders include the Vanguard Group, T. Rowe Price Associates, and BlackRock Institutional Trust. Um, at and, you know, they're just great names, um, great names invested in a great name. And that is part of the reason I am bullish. Now, also taking a look at the analyst targets, the analysts are very bullish on uh, DocuSign. The low price target is 210 bucks per share, which is um, under right now the mean price target is 261 per share and the high price target is $300 per share. So they are definitely betting big on DocuSign. Um, So that high price target pretty much represents right around 45% to 46% gains. um, And the mean price target represents roughly a 27% gain. So I really do like DocuSign long. um, And I think you can start nibbling at DocuSign if it continues to pull back. Now, Digging into earnings, we have tons of earnings um, this week, closing out the earnings week, and we have some names that we are going to want to pay attention to. We're going to want to pay really close attention to some of these names, specifically Walmart, Home Depot, and CLTD um, all report Tuesday AM, according to my dates that I got from earnings whispers earnings whispers is an excellent place to get all your earnings information quick shout out if you'd like to sponsor the show that'd be remarkable but in any manner earnings whispers according to them um Walmart Home Depot and CLTD all report before the bell on Tuesday and I firmly believe that these names are going to have an excellent um report Walmart, I see doing excellent because of, pretty much because of COVID-19, because malls have been closed. Um, I think that Walmart is going to see some and quite a bit of boost. I think their guidance is going to be great given the spending um, that we should see, the consumer spending we should see throughout the holiday season. And therefore, I am bullish on Walmart. I'm um, taking a look at it right now. I will dig into Walmart. I have not checked the price today, but I can give you an outlook. My outlook, my guess is on that. It's up. New 52-week high today. It's at 152.70. Um, I believe probably the stock could go to, I'd say the high 150s, low 160s if they beat on earnings and de- deliver solid guidance. Um, but we'll just have to see in uh, what happens tomorrow. So I do like Walmart long-term. Home Depot is another name that I like. I've always really liked Home Depot. I've always just I don't know. Something about it has just scared me to jump in. I'm not a huge fan of the chart pattern. It looks like it has a support right down around 265. It's up 76 cents today. They deliver earnings tomorrow. It will be interesting to see um, how their earnings come out because that is really all about retail spending. That's all about consumer spending. And we are going to see tomorrow how the consumer has been spending. And CLTD, that's a tech name that we have been talking about in the digital space. Um, I really do like CLTD. It is... You know, they have a lot of business uh, in foreign countries, not as much in the United States, so that, you know, it's it's a little less predictable, um, but I do like CLTD, and that'll be one to watch, and NVIDIA Wednesday at the close, NVIDIA, 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 we have loved NVIDIA ever since Running With The Money started, NVIDIA is a great name, they have great products, um, their most recent graphics cards were a hit, they're a smash, and I firmly believe NVIDIA will probably do quite well um in earnings. And not only that, but they announced that big arm deal. So I really do like NVIDIA. That will be one to watch Wednesday after the close, we'll be covering all of these earnings. So expect some write-ups on Walmart in Home Depot in CLTD um throughout the week based on their earnings tomorrow morning. Now, on my watch list and we have to dig through my watch list um here today. I have a ton of watch lists but some names I'm watching um let's see here so a name i'm watching it is a holding of mine i disclose all of my holdings if i talk about them um in a portfolio i manage nvidia is a holding full disclaimer but we have to talk about um ups ups is a great name it was unjustly down this morning and all of a sudden it got a boost pretty much out of nowhere i was quite surprised um but it is up today and you know for the right reasons um at the end of the day you look at ups and whether we reopen or whether we close up or not, one of the two situations, there are going to be an ex- there's going to be an extreme amount of shipping. Um, we have the holiday season coming up. There probably won't be a much gathering going on during the holiday season, which means people are going to be using mail and shipping a lot more. And therefore, I really like UPS. But if we reopen, I believe we're going to have the same exact thing. So I really do like UPS. Now, a Spac. If you're looking to get into a Spac. The only one I recommend, the only one, I'm not a huge fan of SPACs. In fact, i really, at first, um, I did all the research on this one and I really was hesitant to get into it, but I did. And now I'm big in on it. It is one of my largest holdings across multiple portfolios, Pershing Square Tone Holdings. It is Bill Ackman's spec. I believe an announcement is coming soon, um... In the few little tidbits he's given, he's noted that he wants to get it done somewhat quickly. I thought for sure it was going to be last week because he had a few appearances, the first in a long time, but he didn't. Um, This is a different type of SPAC. The form of it um, protects the investors a lot more. Um, and Bill Ackman I firmly believe in Ackman he is a great investor and I believe he'll get a great deal and the big money is betting big on him on my twitter feed I did retweet some content about some big investors investing in Persian Square um you know you're talking like 3 400 million dollars worth of it um now in in the big scheme you, you look at some of these positions and big names and and 300 million nothing but into a SPAC That you don't normally see. I don't recall many SPACs where, you know, you have banks and you have big time investors jumping in on it as big as they are in Pershing Square. And that's why I like Pershing Square, because typically the big money, the big guys, the banks, the big investors, they typically don't lose. They have more information than the common trader, than you and me, and therefore I believe Purging Square is special and something big is coming on it. But if you are going in on it, know it's a spec and know it could be risky. Um, so I hold it. It's one of my largest holdings. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because if it goes up to the moon, I don't want you guys to be like, oh, you didn't tell us about this. Well, I'm telling you about it now. And Purging Square is the only spec I'm trading right now. And I really do like it. Now, Moving away from the SPAC talk, we have to talk about some other names today. Um, We're going to take a look here. Marvell Technologies is down $0.10. I like Marvell. It's at 43 Yes, it's high, but it has a long-term upward trend. I really do like Marvell. If you are talking 5G, buy Marvell. I continue to talk it up, and I will continue to talk it up. Now, some of these value names are getting a bit out of hand, in my opinion. Another name on my watch list, Starbucks, making a new 52-week high today at 97 bucks a share. It's kind of hard to justify that, in my opinion. Um it, that's that's a tough one to justify. If that pulls back to say 90, you can pick it up. But at 97, please do not be buying um, Starbucks, not quite yet. I think value will pull back one more time before a huge run in these reopening plays. And that's when you go all in on value. Microsoft down the day, 41 cents at two sixteen. Um, it's been flat for the past few months. Some big investors think tech's going to be flat for the next few months. I don't believe Microsoft will be. Microsoft is an excellent company and I really do like it. Disney. It's up five bucks today. Man, that is insane to me. Um, it's nearly up to pre-COVID levels. And therefore, I think these names are getting a bit ahead of itself. You know, we still have months. These are just vaccine announcements. These are not releases. We do not have these vaccines out, you know, worldwide yet. Um, and that's the thing. I think the reopening play has gotten a bit ahead of itself. So I don't want you yet buying these names way up there. And Disney has just gone on a monster run Um If that pulls back to, say, 135, I'll say 135, start nibbling. Or go long on it here and just have a close stop. One of the two. But no, at 144, Disney, after this huge run, your downside um, risk is definitely higher. Taking a look through some the last few names on my watch list, Costco. Okay. I was at Costco yesterday and I could not believe how busy it was bringing you into my personal life a little. I was at Costco. It was insanely busy. And I immediately said in my head, I have to buy Costco stock. This is ridiculous. Um, It is quite high. It's at 379. And just in July, this thing was at 300. So it has run quite a bit. If that pulls back even a mince, if it pulls back a little, I think you pick up some Costco. Excellent, excellent name. And they're expanding in China, which I like. And Tesla. Taking a look at Tesla, it's at 408 to share. It's down. It seems that it's running flat lately. Um, It could be forming a top pattern, a, a, uh, pattern at the top here. It's tough to say. Tesla's a tough name for me. It's run so far, but I firmly believe they are the leader in the EV space. And if you're talking and you're looking to get in to an electric vehicle name, I think Tesla is. Is the way to go. Taking a look at Google, it's at $1,774 per share, up a dollar 85 today. It has just run huge. Just huge in the past few weeks. Maybe don't get in on Google um quite yet, but if you're looking for a tech name, Google is quite undervalued compared to the rest of the Fang stocks. Um, it trades at a price to earnings around 34, and that's actually, I believe, lower than several other tech names. So Maybe nibble on Alphabet if it gets a pullback this week. Um, going through, I did trim an Amazon, my Amazon position in a portfolio I manage. Um, you know, Amazon I really like. It's a short-term trim. I will be getting back into Amazon, but I wanted to free up some cash um, for a potential pullback this week because the market is just going nuts. And at the end of the day, you should trim into strength and then get back in at lower prices if we get them. Either way, that's all I have to talk about today. Remember, follow me on Twitter, at LukeDenay. Follow me and the team at RunningWithTheMoney on Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, just stay up to date. We are dropping breakdowns every day. An update on CrowdStrike is coming out tonight. Um, So be on the lookout for that. But thank you for listening. Continue to listen. Please subscribe. I thank all of you for following. And I wish you all the best for the day and the weeks and the years and forever to come. This was the Running With The Money podcast. My name is Luke Donay. Thank you for listening. Eat, sleep, profit, and trade on.